Hey, and welcome back, cheese bags. Uh, this week on I Don't Watch Horror, we are discussing the movie Brightburn. Before we get started, I need to make a quick correction. In the episode, we say that James Gunn directed the movie. He did not. He was only a producer. It was, however, written by Brian Gunn and Mark Gunn. The director was David Yarofsky. If you would do me the honor of rating and reviewing my podcast, uh, I would be very grateful. Also, suggest it to your friends. And if you would follow me on the social networks, on Twitter, I am at watch underscore horror pod. On Instagram, I am I don't watch horror. And on Facebook, you can find me at Horror Movies Podcast. And without any more BS, here's the show. Hey, horror fans, and welcome to I Don't Watch Horror. And today I have with me my friend Maria. Hi. And Clay. Hello. So the movie we will be discussing today is Brightburn by James Gunn. Gun, James Gunn. James Gunn. Pew, pew. <laughs> so, what was the first horror movie you guys remember watching? I mean, it was Aliens with my mom when I was a little kid. <laughs> Alien or Aliens? Aliens. Aliens. So, the yes. second one. Yes. Uh, I was probably too little to remember, but I remember it quite well. Shit, first one for me. Um, I don't know if you consider this one a horror movie, but to me, I was a little kid and it was horror. It was that one with Steve Martin where his wife dies and her brain is in a canister. And gets put into another woman's body. Yeah, I think I I have vague memories of that one. Yeah, but also, that's not considered horror, so that's a bad answer. Um, I'm going to have to say probably Gremlins was the first ever horror Gremlins. film. Yeah, Gremlins that I ever saw as a little kid because I was terrified of Gremlins for years after that. So, I think it's Gremlins. I, yeah. you know, I watched that movie when I was a kid, like a little kid, and for some reason it didn't didn't scare me. How old were you, though? Really, it was also edited for TV. That's not the same, man. Yeah. That's not the same. <laughs> yeah, no, it was edited for TV. I have a scant memory of watching it at a, a friend's house when my parents and their parents were off uh, doing what old hippies would do um, and leaving their children unsupervised. To spend for themselves and watch Gremlins on the TV. <laughs> yes. So if, there, if there's a, a horror movie you would say that really made you a fan of the genre, what would it be? You gotta go first. Okay, I'll go first. Um, Definitely the original Night of the Living Dead. My mom was very adamant about me watching that once she thought I was old enough, which was about eight. (laughs) Wow, your mom is like, whoa. She was was a horror (laughs) fiend too, so. What what about the movie that really, like, stuck with you that... It was the storyline, more than anything. Okay. Uh, It was people locked in a house, and... It kind of blew my mind that the zombies weren't that scary. Mm-hmm. It was still definitely the people. And uh, even at eight, it was pretty easy to recognize that because the scariest person in that movie was the the, do- the little girl's dad, who seemed like he was tr- terrorizing everybody else in the house with his little power plays. Psychological yeah. horror. Well, because he was putting everyone in danger. Yeah. It's that, per- it's that person in the group, you know? In every zombie apocalypse, you're like, you're going to k- get people killed. You're the one that you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God, for me. Um, or at least one that, like, really... It's embarrassing, though. 
Do you it. watched it with me on YouTube. Which one? Uh, God damn it. It's that really cheesy one. Like, I remember I saw the cover of it. I was talking about when I was little walking to kindergarten and I saw the cover of it in a video store because, like, I would walk to school and walk back and I would go into video stores and my parents wouldn't let the me spookies. watch. S the Spookies. Yeah. Th that is one I haven't even heard of before. You can't even find it. No. <laughs> it's one most people haven't. It's... Yeah. I found it on YouTube and watched it and it's still pretty creepy and ridiculous. There was some really good effects that were, you know, it's, it's of course the non-CG mm -hmm. era, era. There was some good, what do they call that? Practical effects. Practical effects. Monsters in that. Like, are yeah. you going to deny it? I don't remember that well. Oh, you don't I remember? I was pretty drunk when we watched We it. were pretty drunk when we watched <laughs> But, like, for whatever reason, the spookies. I don't understand why, but I just got a real thrill out of it. So, definitely, for me, the spookies. Um, you can find it on YouTube, and that's about it. And I think, honestly, I lived such a protected childhood weird religious childhood that like just the terror and thrill of a horror movie made me feel alive the taboo of it mm. well yeah definitely and also i wanted to know i like bloody things and i like that i just like <laughs> i don't even know <laughs> um i think it's just wanting to 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 be afraid and get the adrenaline rush from that but also you know that whole idea like what would that look like or what would it look like if someone was like chopped in half or what mm -hmm. would it look like if someone just like the, the weird curiosity of it morbid curiosity morbid curiosity i'm like i'm the type of person that would love to go on a on a tour where i just watch people getting like autopsied like you know i like i like to know how things work mm -hmm. and i don't know i guess it parlayed into that <laughs> Are you going to delete that like out? The, the body shows? <laughs> the oh, body no. Show. I'm keeping that <laughs> in. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but but a lot of it, the adrenaline, and also the enjoyment of other people's fucked up imaginations, because I love using my imagination, and I like, mm -hmm. I don't know, I just like weird shit. It makes me happy. I don't know. That's that's all I got to say Pretty about much. it. That's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> you, you just like weird messed up stuff. Yeah, yeah. I do. Um, To, 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 to an, an extent. extent. Mm. Um, I had a, I had a phase where I was going through a lot of that. I went through that phase where I was watching a lot of shows like movies like Saw or like Hostel. And then I had, you know, after I watched Hostel 2 and one of the newer Saw movies, I was sitting on the couch and I was like, I'm starting to feel not okay. <laughs> and I gave like... I gave horror movies like a six month break, maybe mm -hmm. even maybe even longer than so that. So if it's just fucked up to be fucked up, you have yeah. If those movies actually forced me to take a break. Yep. Yeah. And then I haven't really ever like gone back to any of the any of those films that are just like torture porn because it's mm -hmm. not really. Every now and then I'll partake of one, but like I watched too many of them in a row and I had to take a break from horror because it's not what I love about horror. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't have interesting characters that I somewhat give a crap about. Or that I'm interested in seeing how they get through a situation. I generally don't care for the horror. I'm like I'm like all about the final girl thing. Like a lot of those movies that it's just like no hope. Yeah. While I do enjoy sometimes. So if you like final girl films, there there wasn't exactly a final girl in in Brightburn, which is the no. movie we're discussing. What 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 is it about this movie that made you suggest this for me to watch? I think every now and then, like, a horror movie comes along for me. Like, it's not necessarily the best horror movie ever. It's not necessarily the best movie ever made. But, mm -hmm. like, I don't like it when movies leave me with no hope. But, like, for whatever reason, this particular movie, it just, it just like, really made me think about so many different things. Yeah. About yeah. The, the hopelessness of our heroes being, realizing they're bad. Like, uh. I was a huge Superman kid. Like, 
obsessed and so like for me this movie was like what what it like what what if superman was a was a serial killer just the it it was such the op it was the complete opposite of hope what made it so interesting was that there's so much story to tell after watching oh yeah that too you can just leave your brain just keeps your brain kicking it did. Yeah. That that end news reel yeah, right? really are they do they are they planning on making more? I don't know. There's been rumors of it, um, I think. I don't know if any of them are founded. I think he wants to. But uh, yeah. uh I can deal with hopelessness if there's more of the story to tell. Like Night Living Dead, it got my imagination working because just there's a world of possibilities after yeah. that. Yeah, um, that was one house. Yeah. Or like one, one church house, or like whatever. One that sliver of one an building. entire world that who knows mm-hmm. is what's happening to it. And then, of course, the later movies came out, Dawn, Day, um, all those. So mm-hmm. kind of kept you rolling. And that's what I'm, that's my favorite part of horror is is when you can think about it after and imagine a thousand other what-if scenarios. Yeah, but this movie definitely left a lot for you to to think about. Yeah. Like, how how far is this kid gonna go? Would he have gone that far if she kept giving him love? Yeah, that messed with me too. Oh, like, man. did he have the ability to like keep himself in control a little bit if mm-hmm. he she continued to grit her teeth and ignore the corpse in the fucking barn? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. If she had just like kept loving him, could he have like? Maybe he would have been evil, but a little more contained. Evil. A little more contained. <laughs> Can you not kill a city today? Can you just stay and hang out with hey mom? Hey, babe. Hey, babe. But then, you know, you had that that moment where he, where they come to tell him that his uncle is dead. And he's just like, huh. Yeah. Just like pure sociopath, like pure psychopath. Well, he, well, he also knew what happened. This he didn't was even not a shock No, it wasn't because he did it. But like also, he couldn't even pretend a reaction. Yeah. And if you can't even pretend a reaction, are you, could, could his parents have like... Like th- those are like the were the big questions for me, like the nurture versus nature. Yeah, yeah he was so off the dark triad that like. <laughs> no, like, but he was programmed to. Right. But he, he was a loving, sweet kid before that programming, like before the message hit his brain and like flipped a switch. So maybe yeah. if they didn't hide the ship. Like what the fuck? Why didn't they just get rid of it? I guess you can't really get rid of it. Yeah. It would have like wherever you put it, it would have. Like still sucked him in. Yeah. Could have been. I. I don't know whether this was intentional, but, like, the the ship had that, like, recording or programming thing that happened to him. Yeah. And the song he played for that little girl kind of, like, it had that sort of, like, tenor to it at first. I don't know if that was intentional, but, like, that was something I picked up on. Oh, The, the, yeah. the song that... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That played, and then she sh- t- turned it off, and then turned on like it was a it was a country song it was very fitting for the setting but the 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 voice had this like tenor that those chanting had maybe for him that particular song i mean was it, i can't remember was it a record player or was it a no, well no it was, it was an her old laptop song. yeah it was, yeah, her, it laptop. was her laptop i can remember yeah um it could have been like you know maybe because that tenor is what awakened him yeah maybe he's like i'm gonna try and do the same thing to you but you're humans so you're not going to respond to the same thing that i respond yeah. to i don't know i didn't catch that i just again she, i just thought she was a hipster well <laughs> <laughs> like it on it honestly could have just been a a choice made on the day but like yeah. it it brought me to that moment like, it was like oh there's there's something about that voice that is very similar to the chanting that he yeah. was listening to maybe that's so, why he played her the song yeah he, could, he found it like relatable and calming in some yeah. way or not even calming, though it was like, like a love song i don't know i i i i found that moment kind of disturbing that creepy like 
watching you while you the, sleep. The creepy, watchy, like, nice guy thing. Mm. Never fun. Nope. That was all unsettling to me because he was so young. Yeah. Like, this really weird infatuation he had with this girl, like, but he's, like, what, like, nine or something? Yeah, but it was, <laughs> but it was also, like, he, he kind of got, but he watched his I, parents fuck, didn't yeah, he? No, no, Is but. a different film? Yes, but right. yeah, I think so. I think <laughs> so. Just, he did not watch did that, his parents. Did that just happen in my in my brain? And I don't know. No, but like he, <laughs> but when his dad was having the talk with him, he was oh, just yes, like, it was it's it's okay to act on these urges and without any sort of con- giving him yeah, any context. Well, yeah, it was like, can I do this now? He's like, no, you can't do this now. But like his urges were going to they were very like mechanical. Yeah, yeah, very mechanical to kill and torture people, and so like. And, like, get what he wanted out of people. Um, so, that night, when he had the moment to act on his urges, when his dad was just saying, hey, play with your bits for a little bit, he went and <laughs> psychologically tortured this other 12-year-old girl because... He responded in a very... I feel like he responded in a very sociopathic way. Yes. To, even to his dad. Yeah. It's sort of like all of the politeness and everything that he'd learned that his parents had instilled in him growing up. Because at that point, you know not to whip it out in front of your dad. Yeah. But, like, he was just like, right now? Yeah. So it's like... He was just like, no, no. So it's honestly on some level, like, everything they had instilled with him was completely deleted. It felt like it was deleted. So, like, that's that's my whole, like, if she had continued loving him, could that come back? Maybe not. Maybe, like, that part of him was completely deleted. Maybe it, it had to be deleted for him to, like, do the shit he was doing. I think it was going to be pretty hopeless, no matter what. At that point, they it, it seemed like he was a force of nature. Yeah. yeah. He was just a storm waiting to brew and smash things. Do you think there's anything to the whole, like, idea that they're implying it's kind of Cthulian? Well, like, uh, that's why I felt like the, the credit scene, the end scene... With, like, the newscast and everything yeah. was kind of implying that there were... Oh, yeah, like, the sea. There was the sea. Yeah, kinda... there was all sorts of... All sorts of monsters stuff. But they were all kind of, like, Cthulian in nature. Did you notice that, too? That they were, like, the... Was it a sea witch? Yeah. yeah, a sea witch who would, like, garrot you or something. Yes. And I can't remember. There was two others. But they were all very... Um, just natural, they, they just, yeah. They just created like natural disasters from what for the, for the ones that depicted something like they're all just like horrible, horrible disasters. Well, yeah, but also when he draw himself, horror. he had this sort of like yeah, sort of like Lovecraft like yeah. His mask was yeah. Did you notice it was his blanket? I didn't notice it was his blanket. Yeah, yeah. I, sew I, it into something. Well, we'll see. Months. I so like I like to knit. So like he, I remember him crawling <laughs> under the blanket. I'm like, oh, that's a pretty pattern. And then, then he had the picture of him in the weird, or the, the drawing of him in the weird mask. And then you see the weird mask, and it gets a little close up to the mask, and it was his blanket. As a kid, his so it was yeah, like, it was the Superman reference to his outfit being made from. Oh the shit! Stuff his uh, mom found him. James Gunn, damn it. That was his blanket. Yep. Oh, shit. I didn't even think of that. Huh. Good job. Great job. <laughs> yeah. See, see I, I don't know Superman that well, right. so I I wouldn't have known that. Um, yeah, just being a knitter, I, I picked up the his <laughs> Afghan. That's fantastic. Yeah, the, the Superman, his, his mom, with his help. So his baby blanket his became his murder shroud. Yeah. All right. Well, I didn't catch that right away. Tidy, tidy, uh, tights. yeah, and like it, yeah. it tied with like shoelaces or something like that. Mm-hmm. How did everybody? Not to change the subject, but like, how did everybody feel that moment where he 
carries his mom up into the sky. I was just like, this is a make it or break moment. Like, he's either gonna, he's either gonna do it and be irredeemable, or he's gonna come to the conclusion that this is my mother who loves me, even though she just tried to murder him. Um, yeah, that was a make it or break it moment for him, and he broke it. I think that I was already in a state of absolute horror in that because yeah. they didn't sugarcoat. You know, sometimes like someone flies through a building and their face is completely unscathed, mm-hmm. but like you could see that like him, she was bloody. She was her face she was, was fucked up. She was already. she was practically like unrecognizable. Yeah. And because of that, I was like, oh. and like in that immediate moment, I put like as a mom, like I put myself in her shoes. Yeah, well, I think he he was done and after the diner. Honestly, yeah, and and with treat, the way he tried to dealt with his uncle in such a horrific, fucked up way that he obviously didn't. Care it was about worse. Family. The uncle <laughs> was worse. The uncle was like my unredeemable moment for him because let's be honest, that bitch in the fucking cafe or in the diner, that waitress or whatever, yeah. she, she was a fucking asshole. Yeah, still the way she, like we didn't really see how she she got like ice lit out like yeah because glass flew. Yeah, it's like one of those moments like pulling the, the oh god piece that, was, oh, that was that was bad so rough every time. I'm like anything with the eyes, just like it was so visceral the way that, she was pulling that shard of glass slowly uh, out of her eye. I, but like I he couldn't watch that. I, I straight up, I could not watch that. I, it was well done. You gotta get the jelly out. Gotta get that jelly. <laughs> he didn't put that glass there. Like he he caused the situation that mm-hmm. that like you know he planned it. But the, the, the well, I mean, like why have, are you why are you staring at it? Like I don't know. He could have probably like jumped in front of the glass. Honestly, like he was in full control of that situation. Yes, he was, but I think for me, like, that wasn't the deal breaker for me, because she was an asshole, and I didn't see how she actually died. Yeah. Yeah. But Um, the uncle. But the uncle, because he was like, I mean, let's be honest, he was like the comedy relief. He was the... Uh, the, the, When he saw his nephew in the car, he was just like, nope. Nope. <laughs> I, 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 did, I did genuinely laugh at that because like how often have we been surfing stuff on the internet see a picture real quick and we're just like nope, nope don't nope, want to deal nope. with that <laughs> yeah and he was he was actually like I don't know like he was he was the one character in the movie that I was like can he just like make it no <laughs> I don't know why, like, you know, because, like, even when he found the little creepy fucker in his wife's closet. His reaction was real, real. Isn't that weird? The, the uncle or the kid in the. The kid's reaction. Yeah. Because no. he could have been that instant just, and he didn't. He yeah. tried to, like, why was he, why at that point was he still trying to play off that he was a normal kid when he could just, like. Maybe he didn't realize the full ability, like, the full extent of his power. At that point. Or maybe he still wanted. <laughs> maybe he liked the torture of it. Like, I mean, it was actually, sadist. you know what? It was a complete fucking sadist. Yeah, but actually, you know what? I think that's part of where the sociopathy or like psychopathy comes in because, yeah. like, when he came, when he showed up and he knocked on his aunt's door and he's like, "You need to stop doing what you're doing." I think that what he was trying to do was protect his life. Mm-hmm. He wanted to keep his parents. He wanted to have his breakfast in the morning. He didn't want them anyone to know. He needed cover, mm-hmm. and I feel like she was going to blow his cover, Yep. and his uncle was going to blow his cover, because he actually gave them the option to shut the fuck up, Yeah. yeah. and they chose not to. Mm-hmm. So I think that that played a huge part. I think that it was just him doing the doing the self-serving, like, playing the game so that he could keep his breakfast in the morning yeah. at a very base level. That makes a lot of sense. I think that's what that was. Him trying desperately to, to keep his comfort while he... Yeah, to keep his cover, because I couldn't figure out why someone so powerful would be like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm in your closet. 
Yeah. Like, that didn't make sense to me. I was like, you could literally squash this guy. Yeah. And, and you know you can squash this guy. Yeah. But I think that he didn't want his parents to know. Maybe, did he, do you think that's because he cared about his parents still? No. 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 But, like, he hugged his mom. And, like, seemed like, oh, mom, before she, like, I mean, you know, tried to kill him. Jeffrey Dahmer would give people handshakes. <laughs> did, how would you, how do you know that? Because <laughs> people said, they said he's hand. a nice guy. Well, I mean, you know, nice guys. I mean, everyone can be <laughs> manipulative. Yeah. I mean, John Wayne Gacy was pretty much a predator, but he would still go through all emotions of his daily life. Yeah. Yeah. So he, like, my original people, theory, he people was just maintained his... relationships with serial killers, and they're like, I would not have known. Like the stranger beside me, the the woman who worked with him at the suicide prevention hotline, was like, I would have pegged him last as someone who mm. would have been a serial killer. Sociopaths are really good at faking it. Well, he was like probably to, protecting his cover. They like yeah. to challenge also seeing how how long they can get. For the them. same reason, he crashed an entire plane of people into his family home to make it look like it was all an accident. Yeah. They like to see if they can So that he could be the little really kid do. in the ambulance like, Oh, I survived eating yeah. its fucking cookie. Yeah. <laughs> that cheap-ass fucking cookie. I'm like, you little shit. <laughs> It's just another game they can play. Uh, like, what I the reason that I picked that movie for you, like, how does that make you feel? Because you're like a superhero kid, like that's like your thing. I was really intrigued by it. Yeah, like um, how did you how did you feel about that? Like the superhero idea flipped on its head and completely reversed. Someone that powerful that has so much power to do good in the reverse. It's like the the yin and yang of that. Well, like okay, so I, straight up, I'm I am more of a Marvel fan because the characters are so flawed and human. Yeah, they flip back and forth. Yeah. And, like, they fight amongst themselves and like, have arguments. The, and in Marvel, the, the characters who are the most powerful, that's part of their struggle is how how do how do I rein in my power on the street level? Like, in, in Civil War, Vision is off doing very, very little because he's... He's so monstrously powerful, like, his eyes just, like, laser out and knock yeah. a tower down. So, like, his struggle is, like, how do I rein myself in because I'm so powerful so I don't just demolish the world. But, like, exactly. What if he yeah. was that kid? It, yes. And so and so I know this was a direct, like, mirror to the Superman. Yeah. So, so so what I'm saying is I, I don't know the Superman's, like... From what you said, like, yeah. you know, his mom made his costume out of his yeah. stuff from his... Well, I mean, the thing with Superman is that, um, and not going from, like, the current films or whatever, like, yeah. which was people's biggest complaints, is, like, Superman, at a base level, does not want to kill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even though he has the power to literally destroy the planet. He can reverse time and, like, he do... Yeah. It's pretty appealing that he is so flawless. No, yeah. he's, like, he's, like, the shiny, flawless... Yeah, he's yeah. perfect, perfect so, dude. But, uh, and this, Batman this, is still terrified of him. Even, like, someone who has, like, <laughs> killed everything he loves, he will not kill them. Yeah. So, this idea of a being being so powerful, like, Vision was created as an adult. This kid was raised from childhood. So, mm -hmm. I... Like I said, I, I, I'm, I can't fully equate it to the Superman parallel. I, I know the base points, but... I think it actually... I think it would have actually been more interesting if they did it like a nurture versus nature thing. Having him not like reacting to some alien programming in a ship yeah. here. If it was more about like, what if Superman's parents were shitheads? Yeah. Like, what if they were abusive? Or like, what if 
they had sold them to the heroin guy in the woods mm-hmm. yeah, the pro- every other night. The programming bit was very was very Deus Ex Machina kind of thing. Yeah, it like, was. Literally. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Machine magically coming out of nowhere and controlling him. Even though he was already dealing with all those like adolescent like puberty struggles. And yeah, stuff, like which would how have does, been enough. For, yeah, like, it, it would have been plenty for like you're you're finally becoming getting adult urges or becoming an adult, and then all of a sudden you realize you have these powers. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't need the programming that you yeah. mentioned. Like just how do you, how does a a being who's dealing with hormones also deal with coming to severely great powers. I mean, like, like, without the program, he just would have been Superman. Yeah. Well, well necessarily, he was a nice Not kid. necessarily. That, but that... The unchecked aggression, like, the unchecked yeah. rejection like could if have that, been enough to, like, a lot of like, adolescent boys that happened after the programming, a lot of though. anger. Even as just a normal boy growing up, I'm... Going with I'm not arguing with you yeah. there. But. No, but like, <laughs> you know, if, if his, if his, well, he did have that messed up porn way before the program. No, he didn't. Oh, he collected that. Like, no, 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 no. That was after. That was like, it, what, what, it, what that was is his, his adolescent hormones being in the body he's in, mixing with his programming to learn and understand. And be a weapon. <laughs> learn and understand humanity and how they function and how they reproduce and how it all works. And I think that his, like, his sexual, like, awakening as a teenager or whatever got somehow mixed up with his weird, like, must kill and dissect. And I think, like, some of what was a remnant of who he was as a human or whatever got mixed up in his programming. And I think that's why he had this weird shit under his bed and, like, why he had the waitress under there and he cut her all open and was, like, Mm -hmm. looking at all her shit. I think it was just, like, the two went like that. I don't think that's who he was before the programming. I think that they just, like, meshed together. There was some residual, like... That's how I read it. Because he didn't have that under his bed before... That's not a thing. Before the programming, he didn't. But it, it they could have just played it that, like, a hormonal awakening, not... I mean, a hormonal... Like, either way, the fucked... Either... Whatever the story is, like, yeah. those things under his bed were after it. After the ship, like, baduped him. Mm-hmm. Or whatever you want to call it. Like, that weird shit started happening. Like, mm-hmm. he was pretty normal. Previous to that. Yeah. They didn't imply that he wasn't. Yeah. Whether or not that's canon, I don't know. But, like, he didn't he didn't start acting weird and uh, possessive and creepy and having, like, dissection, like, shit but, under his bed until Okay, after. but having that really poorly executed sex talk with his son. Yeah. If, if his, if, you, if your dad says, it's okay to act on these things, just as you realize you start having powers, you're... He could have still gone and been creepy to the little girl. Yeah, but he had the programming at that point. I know, but, like, that aside, let's pretend that didn't happen. Yeah, okay. Like, it, it's still plausible that, like, if you His dad gave him bad advice. Yes, dad gave him really <laughs> bad advice. It's okay to act on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, like, so, like... He wasn't anticipating how far his son I feel like had been going and feeling. Like. Yeah, like, his, his dad accidentally gave him permission to do all this stuff. Like, and again, he has had to probably have had, his parents probably did a pretty shitty job as a modern kid. This is a modern story. Yeah. Not knowing anything about sex, with yet he has access to the internet. I got the, the impression internet. that he did know. <laughs> right, which means, what the, how is this kid getting raised? I, yeah. <laughs> no, so it's that cliche moment where the parent comes in and is like, let's have the talk, and they're like, Pornhub. Sure, dad, hold on, let me turn my phone off. What's up? Right. <laughs> yeah, but... 
it's st still it's just, I I it's I, just been I, I do. Let's be honest. I I, I do. <laughs> That's I, a big jump from that to like breaking her hand and going I in know. her bedroom. No, but like no. So the breaking the hand happened after you know she felt uncomfortable and with after he came into her bedroom. Oh, and she yeah, and she got yeah, yeah and she got and she got the, violent yeah, with him about well, it. Well, no, yeah. dropped him during the the trust. No, it wasn't a chest fall. No, but it was in a circle, and they were kind of oh, like yeah. tossing. Yeah, she creeped, by him, so yeah, she she creeped down. So she, yeah, so she stepped aside, and that's he hit his head, and that's when he Not the teacher's him, like, like yeah the teacher's like, like, like help him up, and then he crushed her hand. He could have, you know, acted on these urges, and then she got creeped out, and then he, you know she backed away from him. He got hurt, and then he. Then he hurt her back. Yeah, I just I like, don't I don't it, know if I buy into that in, buy into the fact that any any of the extreme shit that happened would have happened without the the programming from the ship. I feel like some of that would have manifested in really weird, awkward ways. Like it it always does with human kids. I just I don't see him breaking her hand and going into her room and like doing all this and killing her mother. I just don't see him doing any of that without the like ship programming. He probably would have done some awkward shit. Yeah. And and made some mistakes, but like the extreme nature of what he did to her as a reaction to the talk really of his bad. dad and the programming, like it's way more extreme than like probably would have happened otherwise. Uh, this happened in the past. I mean Maybe it would have been slower progression. Yeah, there's some fucked up little boys. Uh there is, but I'm going by what how the character was portrayed in the first part of the film. Yes, he was not who he was. That's not who he was. He was, a fairly, balanced he was. He was a very fairly balanced kid. And then suddenly, all this like I I I I, uh, I just feel like he was a pretty normal kid. He was such a sweet boy. And then suddenly he happened. wasn't. Well, yes, we do. <laughs> even shit buried under the barn. Like, why would you even keep that? Like, let's keep this really weird ship and like put it under the fucking barn. I mean, I don't know. I guess if you couldn't destroy it. Yeah. I don't know if they knew it was necessarily evil either. There was no inkling. That's I mean, true. Who knows? Maybe they read in Superman and they were like secretly Yeah, like, really and even, even when he did discover it, <laughs> his, his... Superman exists in that universe. Yeah. Like, they're like, we got our own little baby Superman. And, you know, even maybe they were hoping to explain, like, if if something happened, like, like they could explain it. They got it pretty freaked him. out when he found it, though. Yeah. They, they were, maybe so, they were like, trying to hide it, but, like, maybe. That, I, that same idea of, like, I don't want to have that. You're a. Your adopted talk. Well, he knew. They didn't hide it from him, though. Did they tell him he was adopted? Yeah, he remember. was aware he was adopted. So they were just freaked out that he was looking for it and found it. Yeah. Like, maybe they weren't necessarily trying to tell him that he was from another planet, but they might keep it for in, ca in case the day came that they had to explain he was. Because she handled that, like... She, it, like she had practiced that speech. I, I mean, yeah, again, movie. movie. Yeah. Again, movie. But like, there was that moment when he first figured out how how powerful he was with the lawnmower. That and scene I, was great. Because he scene. definitely, you could just see a switch click in him where he was yeah. like, oh, sort of like, oh, here's the evil switch. Let me put my hand in the blade. Like the fact that he even like thought about doing it. Yeah, means that like some of that programming was seeping its way in already. Mm -hmm. But like, he definitely, you could definitely see the the little like evil switch go kink when he realized oh fuck yeah i'm invincible and i'm full of hormones <laughs> yeah i can do whatever i want i can do whatever i want that lawnmower scene was great though yeah it was it was really of, intense the timing of it was just brilliant the the tension was great for it because you know it went flying and it was just like oh the what what a moment and then 
cut to the lawnmower just like being blades up and yeah. like that's that's again one of my growing up having to mow the lawn just like oh, one yeah. of my biggest terrified. fears yeah yeah uh, fuck slipping that. or like having your foot go into the lawnmower yep. or something terrified or, a little animal especially as a little kid like, like having to push that thing that's like pretty much over your yeah. head yeah 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 yep. to having it just be blades up and i'm just like that was one of the parts that actually got like got me less most psychologically upset was just because like everything in my brain was just like danger 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 yeah, even though i knew logically that it was he was not gonna hurt him, yeah i was like no, no don't do that no, don't no. do that but that in itself you don't know you, but that in itself tells you like how like he was to be like okay hey hand in the blade let's do this if i'm really really strong and i can throw it across the field clearly this is fine <laughs> like, how do you go how from do you make that, that, that jump how do you make that jump just like you being strong doesn't mean that you can't you're not you're gonna invincible. lose a hand yeah oh fuck that i had someone run over their cat once i know that's, that's oh, a good story what no, okay no we're not getting we're not we're not getting into that Fun podcast i mean it kind of lived oh, no okay no stop <laughs> ending it now I think it's fair. I think it's fair to talk about. <laughs> I don't want to hear about a cat that kind of lived after getting run over by a lawnmower. Well, you never met the cat, so you need to get over it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really know the cat either, and also, they they figured out that they could still give the cat a somewhat okay life, even though it was like short some limbs. Even though it was short. <laughs> <laughs> What up, shoddy? <laughs> Stop it, kitty! Another... <laughs> Poor cat. The cat was fine. Oh my god. I think there's some other, Have like... you watched The Boys? Speaking of Brightburn and everything? No. So The Boys, the concept is... Um, it's a bunch of regular folks. Mm-hmm. And superheroes are real. Just in everyday life. But, as you'd imagine, superheroes being all-powerful have a shit ton of collateral human damage. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, so oh, the show. The boys. No, yeah. yeah, I've not seen it though. Uh, it's worth your time. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Who's the actor in that show? I couldn't. I don't remember its name. It's the guy that plays Bones in the new Star Trek. Oh. Oh, oh I love him. Yeah, he's fantastic, right? He was yeah. in Lord of the Rings. Yes, he is. <laughs> but he's Bones in let's, Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. Let's just name all the stuff he's, he's been in. in. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But he's yeah. from New Zealand. Yep, and he's, he's got a real Kiwi accent about him. Yes, he does. Who was he in Lord of the Rings? Uh, horse rider dude. Had the sister who was being stalked oh, by yes. Warm Tongue. Yes. Um, it was Eowyn and... I <laughs> can't remember any of his name. Yeah. <laughs> but he's great. He's fantastic in everything he's in. Oh, I do like him. So he's the lead actor in it, and he's amazing in it. And so basically, you know, if you go, if you can run at the speed of sound... And you hit a person while you're running, you obliterate. Them. Yeah, they're they're liquefied. So the main character, who's like the guy that's on Everyday Joe Schmo, his girlfriend's the one that gets liquefied by the Flash, basically mm-hmm. in the first scene. <laughs> and it's a real horrifying time. Like he gets a tooth in his skull from her. It's a real gnarly time. And then he goes on a vendetta to kill the superheroes, even though he's a regular dude. And it's a fascinating show. The Boys is so good. Okay. I, I didn't know what like it was it? about. So, not to change the subject, again, because that's what I do. <laughs> like, how about that scene with the fucking uncle and his jaw? I Can we just talk about that? I actually yelled out loud <laughs> when, the, when the jaw fell off. I believe my quote was, oh! <laughs> 
I'm pretty sure that's exactly what I said about that. They gave the most liked, well, maybe it was just most liked for me, but they I really liked him. Yeah, they gave him the worst fucking death, and, like, he had to, like, be alive, and, like... It was a nice contract. Did he reach up and touch his jaw? Yes! Oh, he held his jaw on! He did hold it. He held his jaw on his face for, like... There's a part of my brain that kind of, like, etch-a-sketch, etch-a-sketches some of that, because... Like, that's the kind of injury that, like, people survive. Oh, yeah. Ugh. There are uh, many documented cases oh, of God. World War II. Like, yeah. the soldiers marching so through. Like, like, the guys that survived D-Day I mean, he died because he drowned through. in his own blood. Yeah. yeah. That's there are a lot of people just, like, drowning in their own blood in this. Oh, God, right? The cop? The yeah. cop lady? That was another one that was rough. Like, the little, like, little squirty, like... Ugh. Yeah, the, the, the gore was... At the a few gore points, was on point. A, a few places was too much for me. <laughs> the gore was on fucking. Point. I I couldn't watch the the the, the waitress the iPad, lady yeah. pull the the glass out of her I didn't eye. the first Cause... time. I watched it the second time. I can't. One thing I have to say about its gore is it really lended to the storyline. It did. Quite a bit. It it. it it wasn't. Yeah. It didn't feel gratuitous ever. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was brutal. Just, it was disturbing. It was very brutal, but, but it, just, it didn't. Empath- wasn't it just, gratuitous. It was an exclamation point to all this shit this kid's turned mm-hmm. into. It's like, just like it's just like it. It what the what it did for me those moments of gore, especially the one with the uncle yeah. and the jaw. Like he's he's looking at his uncle. He's looking at this person that's been in his life since he was a little baby, who's like horribly <laughs> suffering, like holding his own face together and like. Just horrific fucking death for, like, the, like, most interesting character, honestly, in the show. And he's just, like, stone The most human, at least. The most human. The most realistic. You know? Like, maybe not the nicest or best, but, like, the the most relatable. Yeah. Like, funny and also drunk and pissed sometimes. We can all relate to that. But, like... Just watching him, like, like oh, the sound, oh god, little oh, sounds of it fuck. too. Fuck, uh, uh, kudos to the horror machine on that particular scene. Yeah, fifty percent of horror is audio. Uh, <laughs> because yeah. they know people are gonna chicken shits like me are gonna shut their eyes. Ugh. Did you shut your eyes for it, or did you watch it all? I did. You try the. I always get. I've been giving it a good, solid effort to watch the gore, but I I couldn't get past. It was really the well done. Eye. The eye, the oh, eye the was eye the was only well thing I I really had to look away and couldn't look back for. And also, like with the with the um, just the sheer hopelessness of the cops at the house. Yeah. Like we also, but also the first cop that died, <laughs> the way he was just like basically just exploded. Yeah. Because yeah. he was the, the the force. Just imagine if Superman grabbed you and just like fucking slammed you yeah around to be done unlike so when done. he did it to the lady cop in the house just like <gasps> Lic- just like liquefied like ragdolled her to oh. the point where she was just a bag of but she was also like just sort of like off in the background when it happened the, like that the beautiful it was very well done that was that was a beautiful scene it was very well done and then and her landing so that she could see her oh drowning like, in her blood drowning in her blood and still somehow alive after being furiously beaten through ceilings and walls for like five seconds yeah because it was probably only five seconds just like you mean you know somewhere somewhere on set someone's got one of those little squeezy things yeah like going, like squirting blood out or like whatever but like it was really good and it wasn't cgi it was really well done like horrifying yeah it's good old-fashioned chocolate milk and blue food coloring <laughs> yeah fucking horrific yeah that's all i'm saying yeah 
scary shit. Hold on. And that's what made it horror. Yeah. With also the ex- ex- existential, like, fucking terror of it, knowing that this one fucking being could literally the, destroy the entire the movie, the cosmic horror part of it. The, the cosmic horror. The cosmic the horror. The movie yes. itself would have been interesting, but the way they played him torturing these people was truly the horror part. Yes. Take all the blood and gore out. This would have been interesting. Add that in. It just made it horrendous, which is why it's horror. It it was a cat in a society of mice. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. That's a really good way to say it. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Just like, it's it's like, it's a bunch of mice and there's this one mouse who's been raised by mice. And then suddenly someone shows him a mirror He's like, into a cat. he's like, I'm a fucking cat. I'm a I've fucking, I'm a, I'm a fucking cat, y'all. And for me, the thing that stuck with me was, yes, the horror, the body horror was very well done. But definitely the thing that stuck with me at baseline is because I was, you know, I grew up as a Superman fan. And if, if Superman had all that power and ended up being psychotically, sociopathically, violently evil, we'd be done. Yeah. There's no fucking hope. They, they, oh, yeah, they never no. even explored that with, like, Bizarro Superman ever in the comics. No, they totally went they 100% went. in yeah. with, like, what if Superman was the exact opposite of who he was, who was pure, respected all life, wanted nothing to die no matter how much pain he was feeling. Mm-hmm. This character was the absolute, absolute opposite of that. And so for me, it was just so compelling because, like, you cannot fight a force like that. Mm-hmm. We're all on some level feeling that a little bit. With politics, it's like you can't find a you can't fight that much hate. It feels like you can't fight that much hate, and it's yeah. just like the epitome of like hate, hatred, and like. Can I just give a shout out to Batman though? Even in the comics, he's always been afraid of Superman. That's true, but always. <laughs> always That's true, but Batman has the key to the weakness of all the other superheroes. Oh yeah, he's a paranoid motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it it's sort of like he he is the only true human amongst the. Amongst and the he's lot. terrified that these guys have that much power. Yeah, so like it, it makes sense that the the one true human in the bunch would have the key to to rein in all these super gods. Yeah, dark times. Well, they are called like demi humans. I'm pretty sure that these humans. We don't get flamed on that one, but I'm guessing. <laughs> so I have to ask, how do you feel about the film in general? In general, is wonderfully done. Like I just said, like. Mm-hmm. Horror bits apart, this was a very interesting film because yes. you usually, you know, it's it it it's the with great power comes great responsibility. But like, yeah. what if you don't give a shit? What if you don't give a shit? Yeah. Um, this was a very dark look into the supervillain. Yeah. Um, because we don't honestly could it be a supervillain though if there's no heroes in the world. Like, <laughs> they're, they're still villainous. Oh, he's super. He is definitely he is super, the quintessential super villain. But here's the thing, though, like, can like because because I am not as versed in you know comic book lore and all of that uh-huh. shit. Has there ever been a super villain with that much power and that evil without a foil? That that yes, without a contract, without without without, without some sort of like piece of them that is nostalgic for something good. Like, has there ever been? Um, Doctor Doom. You think a little bit. I mean, he's the closest one I can think of off the top of my head. But wasn't there um, a lot of theater with him? Yeah. Yeah. Um, just that pure sort of sociopathic, I'm just going to like... Step into a room, kill everything. Killgrave. No questions. Killgrave? Yeah. As but, powerful as Superman, though? No. 
That's uh, what I mean. Has they have they because like you can't fight against it. Like yeah, no, 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 exactly. It's not a good story. Mm-hmm. Like nobody wins. No one wins. Yeah. I I, th- I think there are char- there are villainous characters that are just as dark and villainous as powerful. I don't know. But in the Marvel universe, you still always have Ghost Rider. I can take them all out. <laughs> Ghost Rider is the most powerful of them all. Honestly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know that Ghost Rider could take Superman, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, because Superman has his whole, like, I love people weakness. Ghost Rider's like, I'm just going to go really fast and teleport inside. I do weird ass yeah, random shit that they're going to write that's in whenever they feel like it. <laughs> well, I'm glad, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did. I tried uh, to pick something that would, like, Aww. Yeah. Now, if you wanted to pick one that was, you know, just pure, straight up horror, straight, one of your favorites that you go to because you the like terrifier. it, the Terrifier. Terrifier, really? The how, terrifier. how deep have you jumped into Japanese horror? Ah, uh, human, human-sized holes. I I watched The Grudge when I was in high school. The American remake or the original? With Sarah Michelle Gellar. American remake. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you Which know. Which was okay-ish. If you really want to go on a weird journey down whatever land, watch the current um, Grudge TV series. Oh, okay. It's, 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 it's a miss, I'll admit it, but it's still fun. Um, it'll confuse you the hell and back. It'll confuse you, make you upset, terrify you, and you'll be super fucking pissed you watch. It's funny because the original Grudge film was a made-for-TV <laughs> film. It was made for TV. Come on, that was... So, you kept trying. We're sitting on the couch and we're watching it and we're watching it and watching it. And, like, no. I keep looking over at you like... I'm working on... I tried. I tried really hard. You're like, no, no, just wait. Like, this is going... This is going to make sense. And I'm like, okay. Hour later, I'm mm. like... And then I got to the point where something so ridiculous happened that I was like... <laughs> And he's like, you're right, you're right, you're right. I don't even know. I don't know anymore. There, I give up. There, there have definitely <laughs> been times where I had played something up so much in my head that when I wanted to share it with someone, it's just like, oh, wait, never mind. Well, there's Maybe. that, but we were experiencing well, the first fresh. time. It was, it was fresh to both of us. Oh. Kind of a, he was, he was like, a, oh, you were, I'm you a were. a huge fan of Japanese horror. A uh, huge fan. Especially the Grudge series, so I was really looking forward to the TV show. And I love it, too. Like, and I'm all about like, hair ghosts. It was Like, the, yes. This was ridiculous. Boo. It was, so it was, lost. It, it could have been better. Um, the original Juan series, definitely check it out. Black it was Ghost, like White 10 Ghost, or 12 really amazing concepts. I think it's probably one of the best parts of the whole series. It's a terrifying, creepy old lady with like a fucking ball. It's great. Which one? Uh, Black Ghost, White Ghost. It's one of the Juan films. Oh, okay. I don't know that one. Yeah, there's quite a few of them. But yes. There's even uh, a Korean one that's actually really good. So like once you cycle through people and you come back around, <laughs> Terrifier. You Terrifier. and me. Okay. You're going to have a hard time with it. Or we'll have an entire night of You can't Japanese close your horror. eyes, though. <laughs> you need to fucking deal with it. You can't close your eyes. Oh, okay. Spooky. Horrifying. Spooky as cloudy. That fucking scene in the cafe, or like the late night, like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, why does no one think this is a problem right now? Why isn't there someone coming out from back of house like, dude, you hey, need to go. So spoil it too much for <laughs> It's like one tiny moment. It's mm-hmm. fine. All right. On on the no, I think I think it's time to we're we're, we're starting to 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 jump subjects. Tangent. Yeah, tangent on tangents. No, Japanese horror is never a tangent. Brightburn. Brightburn was great. Brightburn was really good. I do highly recommend it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. On your podcast. Mm-hmm. Just one more tangent though. After you've explored Western horror, definitely you'll be ready for Japanese horror. I uh, <laughs> I I. I my my next one is actually gonna be um, 
uh, Train to Busan. <gasps> so good. Excellent zombie so, film. Excellent. And actually, um, I cried. I don't usually cry in horror films. Mm-hmm. I cried with that one. Very emotional, mm-hmm. very well yeah, acted. I, very, I've like... actually already watched it. Oh, my, you have? My, yeah, my, my friend who was supposed to record, uh, something came up and he couldn't do it, and now he's on vacation. So this is going to come out probably before that. But yeah, I, I already saw it, and yeah, it was it was very, very good. Did you cry? Hey. You heartless bitch. I, I did it. No, okay, okay. <laughs> I went to see Logan in the movie theater, and I didn't oh, cry. To the, oh, oh, wow. Like, yeah, oh, I, d- I oh, don't wow. cry at stuff. Um, That's good. The only two movies that really made me cry was... Um, Old uh, Miller? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, the Green babe, Mile. Babe, babe, babe. Oh, Babe the was green... rough. No, I didn't. Babe didn't make what? me cry. The Green Mile definitely made the, me cry. The, but but not when John Coffey passed away. When Edward Delacroix was tortured to death in the electric chair. Yes. Yeah, that was horrible. And when Bucky Barnes uh, got dusted. You had to remind me about but that. Here is my absolute horror suggestion. Okay. Just because uh, you love Bucky Barnes. I like, do. I love you. Mm. All right, uh, the house at the end of time. <laughs> The house my at the end absolute of the time. 100% horror suggestion. Okay. Have I seen that? Uh, when you're drunk. <laughs> so I, I did see it drunk. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. It is a brilliant film. It's also one of Guillermo del Toro's favorite horror Gil- films. Okay. Guillermo del Toro. Okay. I remember Pan's Labyrinth kind of got me fucked up. Yes. So. Well, thank you for joining us on this wild, wild ride of Brightburn. And keep enjoying horror, and I'll keep biting the bullet and watching it for you guys. This is why we love you. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.